Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and one film and one TV show up for review this week. We've got In the Earth from director Ben Wheatley and The Circle on Netflix. And without further ado, here's We're Watching What? First up is a film called In the Earth. I saw this during Sundance, which means I watched about 30 other films in addition to it in a span of a very short amount of time. I will say that this is a film that stuck out to me and I remembered it for better or for worse. And I'm just gonna be very transparent. I'm not 100% sure how to review this film. From the get-go, this is not a film for me. I am very upfront about how I don't like horror movies. I don't like any, I'm very squeamish. I just. It, from from the start, I could tell this is not for me. That doesn't make it a bad film inherently, but I just acknowledge that I am not the intended audience for this. It takes place in this sort of post-apocalyptic world, and there's a scientist and a scout, and they go into this forest, and things happen. It's definitely meant to be a horror thriller type film. If you watch the trailer, that will definitely give you a sense of it. It was a lot of sensory overload for me, and especially watching it back to back to back with a bunch of other films, it was, it was a bit of a challenge to get through. It's written and directed by Ben Wheatley, who is hit or miss, mostly miss it seems like. I really enjoyed his film Free Fire that came out a couple years ago. I thought that was sort of a fun action-y film, but then he also is the director of the recent film Rebecca. He directed a film called High Rise, which was sort of in between, but he's just had some not so great ones. And I totally respect and acknowledge when somebody is just allowed to do whatever they want and they are making it for sort of themselves, but that doesn't mean I as an audience member have to be in on the ride. Again, I think my biggest challenge with this, in addition to all the squeamish moments, and you obviously can't see this, but I'm my body is like contorting right now just remembering them, which means sign of a memorable film, but in addition to that, it was just so much sensory overload. The music and sound design is a really big point in this film, and it just, I, I can imagine it being in a theater, if you're seeing it in a theater, it being so overwhelming that you just freak out, which is probably the intention of it. So, you know, I, this is why I'm so torn as to how to review this film. I feel like it's successful at being off-putting. And that was its intention. But as an audience goer, I don't want to be put off by a film. I want to be along for the ride. I want to be invested in it. But I don't want to go to the movies just for you to basically show off and be like, I can make you uncomfortable and not want to watch this film. But it's not like there isn't production value to this film. And you're not like, oh, I want to walk out because it's so terrible. I wanted to stop watching it because it made me so uncomfortable. And I don't want to go into too much of the plot because that is a huge part of it. Watch the trailer. I think you will immediately know whether or not you want to see this film. If you are someone inclined to watch this film, I am not someone who has the sort of breadth of knowledge of other films in this genre to say, actually, there's a better one out there that you should watch. So this is an at-your-own-risk scenario. But for me personally, again, keeping in mind that I'm not a horror fan, Really just, it, this was not for me. And and being respectful of, yes, I saw that there were some well-crafted moments in this. I'm only going to give this two out of five. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. And I'm back. And it's also a very, very light week for movies. And so the only other thing I have to recommend is season two of The Circle, which just began on Netflix. If you missed season one somehow, it was the phenomenon that everyone was talking about before the pandemic hit. And how prescient was it? It's a reality competition show where people are basically put into isolation. Hmm, can we relate to that? And they can only communicate through this sort of AI platform, which is really, I'm sure, just a bunch of production assistants sitting in a room typing what they're chatting. Uh, they can only communicate through 
through the circle. They can choose whether or not to play as themselves in the images they present. They put a bunch of social media-esque pictures up and there's a prize at the end and so it's a lot of gameplay, a lot of voting. I loved the first season. I wasn't sure how challenging it was going to be to watch the second season because one, now people are aware of the premise and sort of the things that worked and didn't work in season one and two, now I really am feeling connected to it in a sense of isolation and only being able to really communicate virtually. Was that going to be too much for me? You know, In the Earth is also a pandemic e-set film. And so not, I don't know if it was filmed during the pandemic, but it definitely has a element and component of it where they are set in a, you know, virus related world or I'm not, I'm not actually 100% sure. But so the circle is so, so different than In the Earth, obviously, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. So as a heads up, it's back. The first two episodes are a little bit rocky, but if I recall correctly that was kind of the same thing with the first season but there are some fun twists and turns and they're going to be dropping in weekly batches of I think four so keep an eye out for that if you want some fun kind of mindless entertainment that has been it for this episode thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed it we would love it if you could leave us a rating a review or even consider subscribing